Welcome in. Welcome back. You've got Revolutionary Roulette. I'm Rob Zielinski. You can find me on Twitter at Rob Zielinski. You can email the show at revolutionaryroulette at gmail.com. Or you can follow me uh, on Instagram. Uh, again, Rob Zielinski, pretty sure. Nope, it's Zabef37. <laughs> me personally, is Zabef37. And uh, the show Instagram is on there as well, Revolutionary Roulette. That's where I got mixed up. So um, today I am not joined by my whole host. <laughs> what a fat thing to say. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if I have... Uh, dessert on my mind or um if that was a really bad Freudian slip for my um plump friend <laughs> Joshua Gatlow. Um so I'm not joined as always by my co-host Joshua Catlow. Um couldn't make it today. He had a very long day at work and he has to do it all over again real early tomorrow morning. So um, he didn't have it in him to do it tonight, which is fine. Um, so a couple things that, uh, I wanted to cover today. Um, boy, where to start? <laughs> um, so I guess where I want to start is, um, I want people to know that um, the word communism isn't the before you before you hang up <laughs> before you x out of this. I, I promise you, I'm not saying you know anybody here is a communist. Just hear me out. That communism isn't the uh, boogie man word that you think it is, um, especially growing up and getting your education in the United States, right? Um, now, what my politics have become, I, I guess you might say that I'm a socialist, right? Socialism um, is to the left of liberalism, right? Or um, centralism, obviously, because that's in the center end. But uh, so I'm a socialist. Um, I think that that might be the first time um, I'm actually saying those words um, on this podcast anyway. Um, you know, some notable socialists, Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X. Um, there's a whole whole list of them, and um, you know, before I knew um, that they were socialists, I just thought that that's that's where I was. I got pushed um, this far left um, ever since the uh, pandemic happened uh, when it started. 
back in March of 2020. Um, I went from <laughs> being, uh, you know, just a Democrat um, or liberal. Um, and <laughs> this is rough, man. This is rough, guys. Um, yeah, so so liberal, um, or as people like on Twitter like to say, like a shit lib, <laughs> um, which is a funny term in, it, in its own right. But um, I'm here to say that it's really it's really shitty to like. Uh, call people um, these names like we're like we're little kids, right? Um, uh, from the outset of this podcast, you know, I've said Josh has said we're coming at this from a place of love. Uh, capitalism does not come from a place of love. Capitalism comes from a source of, uh, you know, profit extraction, resource extraction, and that's all that matters, right? Um, and it benefits the few, and it devastates the many. So socialism is trying to straighten out these sort of alienations that capitalism causes. Um, <laughs> so even people like Karl Marx um, and, uh, and, and Engels, um, I believe I want to say it's in the Communist Manifesto, uh, Communist Manifesto, where Marx actually says that capitalism was not, not in these exact words, right? But I'm kind of explaining, interpreting um, that it was necessary, right? It was useful. Um, it <laughs> it was a uh, a better structure than feudalism um, and, and, you know, serfdom. Uh, however, uh, capitalism has run its course. It has overstayed its fucking welcome. Okay. Um, a lot of people like to say buzzwords like, uh, you know, late stage capitalism, um, which is like to describe what's happening now, um, like capitalism's death throes or uh, whatever they call it, like uh, the death rattle. Now, I don't know if that's actually what's happening, um, but words like that, phrases like that uh, get tossed around on the Internet an awful lot. Um, 
so yes, Karl Marx said that capitalism was valuable because it was better um, than feudalism. Um, but now, capitalism strictly is for, again, profit extraction and resource extraction. And it is alienating uh, the vast majority of workers around the world. Places like the United States, United Kingdom, even uh, Scandinavian countries um, that have a uh, mixed economy, like uh, we've, we've mentioned Norway. Um, now, again, that's like a like an upgraded version of uh, capitalism where it has this uh, mixed economy of capitalism and socialism uh, where these individual countries are actually taking care of their own people. Uh, United States is the only developed country that doesn't have universal health care for its citizens. Uh, and we know why the capital, the money, um, but places like Norway, um, they do have healthcare. Um, I want to say, uh, maybe Sweden might have like, a, uh, UBI, uh, universal banking income where you just get, you know, besides what you make at your job fiscally, you are also given uh, like $2,000 um, on top of that in your bank account. Um, and that's because the proper uh, corporations, people get taxed their fair share. Um, and all of the uh, workers, uh, proletariat, whatever you want to call them, um, they all get taxed too. And that is collectively their money. Um, just like here, uh, when we say like we're, we're taxing, you know, people want to say like, um, you know, all the, the far left wants everything for free. Uh, no, <laughs> again, that's our money. We are taxed and, um, we just want it back in a form. Uh, however, going back to Norway, uh, they still exploit the global South. Um, there's any number of articles that you can look up and, and, and read up on this stuff. Um, but they, um, are imperialist, um, where they, you know, go into countries and occupy and again, uh, do this sort of resource extraction and bring it back to their country. So now they have extra resources to distribute amongst their people. 
Um, but of course, this is hurting countries in the global south. So whether it's, uh, you know, imperialist, imperialist countries like Norway um, extracting profits and resources from other countries, or it's corporations within a country extracting profits from the labor of workers and exploiting their labor through uh, wage labor, slave wages, um, uh, capitalism is the issue. Uh, the United States military is um, by far the largest polluter, um, you know, when it comes to, to carbon and, uh, you know, just burning fossil fuels, right? I mean, uh, burning, you know, jet fuel in these F-35s and fucking whatever, you know, uh, aircraft carriers, just imagine the amount of fucking fuel that is needed to run these fucking things, right? Um, so it, it makes um, our individual efforts rendered moot. It's fucking useless. Um, you know, it, it's, it, it still um, might give you like some sort of peace of mind to know that you are recycling um, any goods that you can um, through whatever recycling program you have in your town or city um, and Starbucks or any any number of restaurants going from plastic straws to paper is fucking laughable. It's the dumbest fucking shit when you're comparing it to the amount of fossil fuels that are being used for the imperialization of the United States for, um, you know, just, just think of all the, all the fucking, again, aircraft carriers, aircrafts, tanks, uh, all, all of this equipment that is being used um, and going into the atmosphere um, and just scorching the fucking earth. And it, it's, it's not, it's not stopping, right? Um, and it's not going to stop. Um, not for a long time. Unless the people um, of this country do something about it. And the people around the world do something about it. Um, people, workers that live in um, 
these imperialist countries. Uh, we've said this many times on the podcast. Um, this this country um, uh, is in uh, it's an oligarchy. Uh, only the rich are you know, elected to Congress, like the amount of uh, money that you have to personally have or have behind you is astronomical. So you have to have a certain amount of money um, in your bank, in your pocket, in your coffers, um, or uh, financial backers um, to even run for Congress. Um I mean, let alone, you know, uh, for congressional seat, um, don't even need to know how many fucking millions you need to run for a seat in the Senate and, uh, presidential run, forget about it. <laughs> like the fucking, uh, a million bajillion dollars that you need to fucking run for, uh, presidency. Um, and, uh, the, the rich will continue to get richer, um, because of the corporations, um, with use of lobbyists, uh, will continue to, you know, lobby, <laughs> obviously, um, for their policies to be past um there's only so much um a president can do um they can uh you know sign executive orders um which the last few presidents have done um, a fucking ton. Um, a lot of it is usually for uh, stupid shit, um, culture war bullshit. Um, you know, what what we need um, a president to do would be like um, cancel student don't uh, student loan debt. Um, Biden could sign it tonight, tomorrow, and it's just fucking gone. Um, and we know that uh, it can be done, and we know that. Um, It's not necessarily going to hurt the government, the banks, because um, they, they've put um, the stay on student loans for, you know, uh, almost a, a calendar year now. Um, and if the, if it does hurt the banks, good. Right. Like, who gives a fuck? You know, I, I've heard that argument. It's like, well, you know, 
banks might falter and um, who cares? Who gives a fuck? Um, will you be better off without banks? Um, when I was a kid, um, maybe, you know, maybe high school, um, we, uh, you know, had a, a chapter in the history books where it actually um, mentions Karl Marx and uh, and communism. And I mean, I I'm talking like a short, short fucking chapter. Um, and I remember reading it and just being like, this sounds pretty fucking good. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, this sounds pretty good. What is the problem? Um, we know what a lot of the problems are. Um, you know, on paper, uh, communism is the, you know, best... I guess, government um, that exists. Um, again, it's on paper. Uh, and when I say that I'm a socialist, it scares people because, um, yes, the next step, um, you can even say the goal of socialism is to graduate to communism but um just like a you know uh, an uprising um isn't going to bring um a sustainable form of communism um so you know like we've, we've mentioned before uh We went from feudalism to capitalism. Now the next step is socialism. We have to go through these steps. Um, and then the, the end game would be communism, um, which is not going to be seen in my lifetime um, or uh, I don't think in anybody's um, lifetime that is currently alive even you know uh, a baby that was born three seconds ago don't think it's going to be seen um it would take a uh, like something religious and i i don't mean like in a you know Jesus Christ religious kind of way. I mean, like a, uh, like a spiritual kind of way where, um, all people have a sort of spirit, spiritual awakening, um, or realization, um, that, you know, we're all in this together. We're not trying to exploit anybody. Um, and 
you know, this is going to be our uh, utopia. Um, and that is not going to happen, um, like I said, in any of our lifetimes. Um, if it happens in, like, my kids' lifetimes, um, I would be happy to see it. Um, and, again, this isn't... This isn't like some sort of uh, what do they call it? Like a cult of personality type of communism, right? Where uh, you know people just love to worship people uh, like like Marx, um, like Vladimir Lenin like Joseph Stalin, like uh, Chairman Mao. Uh, I'm not I'm not exactly sure what that looks like. I'm not exactly sure what that looks like. Um, but there are people much, much smarter than me um, that would be able to figure it out. Um, after looking at what happened um, and what is happening um, in, in, in recent years, again, especially since the beginning of the pandemic, I don't know how anybody can look at capitalism, can look at the free market and say, this is the way. This is how uh, we help people um, in the best way and the most efficient way. Um, and if, if you still think that, um, I, I would say, uh, take, take another look. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, again, you know, this is, this is me coming from a place of love. I'm not going to say, uh, something like, you know, you're a fucking dumbass. <laughs> um, you know, educate yourself, you know, some shit like that. Um, because, uh, you know, uh, when it comes to class, social class, economic class, whatever, whatever you want to call it, um, we are on the same level. Um, and I mean that because I know there's no fucking millionaire or billionaire listening to this fucking <laughs> podcast or uh, rewatching uh, this live stream on YouTube. We're on the same level. Um, uh, again, if you're listening to this, you are 
um, you, you may have even seen like a meme like this, uh, right? Where it's like you're closer to um, having things in common with a homeless person um, or uh, you know somebody who you know a cliche thing is like to say you know somebody who f flips burgers for a living then you do a billionaire that's just a fact class-wise fiscally you are nowhere fucking near being a billionaire okay um and the odds are against you <laughs> um that you will be uh or could be a billionaire um why you even would want to be one i don't fucking know um You know, uh, money can bring comfort um, because we live in a capitalist country, a capitalist society, um, a fucking capitalist-dominated uh, global economy, right? Um, and that's what is killing the earth. All of the resource extraction is killing the earth. And we're not going to have an earth to live on, to thrive upon, to survive on if we don't get rid of capitalism. Again, what that looks like, I'm not exactly sure. How do we get there? I'm not exactly sure. Um, there's a couple different avenues, right? Uh, you know, it could be in the form of a general strike, which uh, we've mentioned before, and takes a massive, massive amount of organization. Um where we're going to need to take care of each other. Um, we'll have to have a ton of uh, mutual aid set up. Um, we'll have to, you know, if it's even worth money at that point, um, or if it's worth anything, um, pool our money, our funds together. Um, and that means you'll have to do it with, with strangers. Um, you know, besides friends and family, um, you would have to help provide for strangers and they would in turn help provide you with the necessary goods to fucking survive. That's why it's called mutual aid. Um, and, and a general strike would look like not going to work. That's why we would need to pull our fucking funds and resources together because nobody's going to work. Um, and on top of that, um, 
the strike would consist of. Not buying shit. <laughs> you know, shit that we don't need. Um, do not fucking consume. Um, especially do not consume more than is necessary. Right? I mean, just fucking food, water, obviously. Um, but, you know, if you have a fucking uh, old desk and you've been looking to get a new one, don't. <laughs> like, it still um, serves its function. Um, you know, if you need to uh, repair it, you know, do something like that. Um, but uh, pause. We need to put a pause on consumption. Um, this is going to, you know, General Strike would shut everything down. It would shut the precious economy down. Um, and there's even a couple of groups that could do it by themselves. Um, we may not even need to do it um, as a, as a as a people as a as a society i mean um flight attendants um pilots could shut the shit down real quick um you know people who work at um you know ports where the, you know importing goods Exporting goods. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but you get you get the gist. Um, if if fucking uh, products, resources aren't going out or coming in, uh, it'll shut shit down real quick. Um, Dark shit starts going through your head um, when you start thinking about this shit. Um, there's a reason uh, guys like people like uh, Dr. Martin Luther King was uh, assassinated. Um, by a uh, by our government, basically, by you know the FBI. Um, there's a reason um, people like Fred Hampton were murdered by the government, whether it was you know federal or state government um it's because um revolutionaries like them uh, were anti-capitalist because if you fuck with the money you're in trouble um, 
And those guys were just coming again from a place of love. Um, it's going to be uh, Black History Month in a couple of days. Um, I would suggest uh, listening to speeches um, by Martin Luther King Jr., uh, by Malcolm X on Spotify. Um, I believe it's free on there. If not, it's on YouTube for free, for sure. If you're fucking listening to this or watching this, obviously you know how the internet works. Search that shit. Okay? Um, arm yourselves with information. And arm yourselves. Um, which is scary. I know. Um, but, uh, you know, if you, if you go on a general strike, if you revolt, uh, you're fucking with the money. Um, and the ruling class, the elite, they're not going to fucking like it. But guess what? <laughs> we don't fucking like it. We don't like what's happening. Um, you know, when I say we, I mean me, and if you fucking agree with me, right? Um, I would say most people aren't fucking happy with uh, their current, you know, uh, fiscal situations. I don't know why I always say fiscal over financial. It sounds so much better than financial. Fiscal situation. Um, so the point is, we're going to have to. We're going to have to fuck with the money. We have to. Or we don't have, uh, we don't have an earth to, to live on. Um, you know, again, that may not uh, be something that happens in our lifetimes. Um, but my kids who are six and four, um, I feel like they will get to a certain age in their lifetime, um, where the earth will be unhabitable. And the main cause of that will be capitalism. It will be imperialism. It will be the burning of fossil fuels at a crazy rate, um, because that's how the rich stay richer. Um, again, profit extraction, resource extraction. Uh, you know, uh, start uh, learning how to garden. Um, there's 
websites that you can look at um, and, and, you know, give your location um, and it will tell you uh, what plants, what vegetables, what fruits um, are best to grow in your climate. Um, you know, longitude, lat, uh, longitude and uh, uh, seasonal. Uh, if you have a backyard, fucking start thinking about it. Um, if you have uh, friends or family who have a backyard, start talking to them about it. Uh, because if you start fucking with the money, uh, you start fucking with supply chains, there's not going to be uh, food to go around. Uh, and uh, we're going to have to go back to um, just being self-sustainable. You know, by uh, especially if you're uh, a, a beginner, right? Um, buy yourself a uh, a long rifle, uh, twenty two. Um, one, you'll have it for your own self protection. Uh, two, <laughs> if you fucking need to go hunting, especially for like small game, fucking squirrels, rabbits, whatever the fuck. Uh, 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 22 you know the 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 bullets really fucking tiny um so when you shoot that tiny animal um <laughs> it's not going to fucking this is so fucking grim right um but it's not going to explode um <laughs> you will actually have meat to fucking cook and consume um you know this shit could be you know uh Decades away, it could be a decade away, it could be a year away, we don't know. Uh, but it, it, it really looks like um, capitalism is, uh, is dying, which is good. It's fucking great. <laughs> um, but it's going to make for a difficult transition, I guess. Um, again, if you're just joining me, Josh couldn't make it. Um, he had a uh, long day at work and uh, has to do it all over again tomorrow. So um, uh, if anybody has any questions, um, just send them to me on Twitter at Rob Zelensky, uh, Instagram, Zabaf37, email the show, revolutionaryroulette at gmail.com. Um, so what we're what we're going to do is um, we're going to take a break from the book, at least. Um, 
I've just found that I don't have the time for it. Um, when I uh, first started this project of uh, discussing uh, a people's history of the United States by Howard Zinn, um, I thought it was going to be a lot fucking easier. <laughs> I thought um, I was going to be able to read a chapter and talk about it, discuss it. Uh, I tried to do that the the first episode. Um, the first chapter is uh, Christopher Columbus. Um, and uh, <laughs> it just wasn't good. It wasn't good. I was stumbling and I, I in general, cannot organize my thoughts as you've uh, just experienced listening to this. So I had to go to writing a script, which is fun. And I'm actually an okay writer, um, but it's very time consuming. Um, I have a full-time job. Um, I have two little guys. Um, so that's like another full-time job, right? Um, uh, myself, other family members um, have mental health issues, um, you know, suffering from uh, depression, anxiety. Um, so, you know, I myself take SSRIs. I like to smoke CBD um, to help calm me down. Uh, so if, if this was like, you know, my full-time job and it was just all I got to do was read books and write scripts to discuss them, um, you know, that's like a dream job for me. Right. Um, but that's, um, and I, I definitely was not expecting that wasn't the expectation, uh, when starting this at all. Um, I just thought it was going to be as easy as read it and talk about it with Josh. Um, and, uh, it would be a great disservice, disservice to you, the listener, um, for me to do that because I would leave so much out. Uh, my thoughts wouldn't be organized. Just using bullet points would not be helpful. <laughs> um, I know how, how bad I do with bullet points. So I went straight from trying to uh, wing a discourse with Josh to uh, writing the script. And it just, it takes you fucking long. Um, uh, because I do like to put um, everything that I have into it. Uh, and it, it, it just takes too long. Um, so it's not to say that uh, we won't get back to the book at some point. Um, I just don't know, you know, if or when that's going to be. So... I would highly recommend just going to read the book for yourself or do what I did. I didn't even fucking read the book. Um, I listened to the audiobook, and the book is so ubiquitous. You can probably uh, rent the audiobook from your local library. Um, if not, um, maybe, you know, your next step would be going to your local library and seeing if you can buy it there or uh, 
you know, hardcover or audiobook. Um, or if not, uh, the way I started this was um, I was listening to the audiobook on YouTube. It's free. It, somebody fucking uploaded the audiobook to YouTube. It's fucking free. Um, so I would, uh, you know, if you were enjoying the book, um, go ahead and fucking skip ahead and uh, give the book a read or listen for yourself. Um, do it at, you know, your own your own leisure. Um, uh, but like I said, in, in the first week, um, the first episode, uh, you know, spoiler alert, <laughs> um, uh, Howard Zinn was a is it might still be alive i don't even fucking know howard zinn is a socialist um this book is called a people's history of the united states so these are you know uh, historical accounts from people who have actually witnessed this stuff um and you know, th those are the best, the best resources, right? It's like, uh, this isn't some uh, musings, some uh, abstract philosophy. Um, these are real accounts. Um, and yes, it is written uh, through the political lens of a socialist. Um, but I, you know, if you have these resources at your disposal and you're uh, putting a collection together, if you're uh, interpreting these things, uh, no matter which political lens you uh, start out looking at this book um eventually you yourself will be looking at it through a uh, socialist lens um i hesitated there only because um again people uh, you know i would look at the definition of certain political leanings. Um, we've talked about horseshoe theory before. Um, uh, but that's more of like a, a right wing uh, talking point. So again, I started out as a uh, Democrat or, or, or liberal, you might even say like, uh, progressive. Um, and, you know, uh, in the primaries, I voted for uh, Bernie Sanders. Um, he was calling himself a uh, social, I want to say he was calling himself a social Democrat. Um, 
which that's not that's not anything. <laughs> um, there are uh, democratic socialists, and those are socialists who um, still believe that things can uh, progress. They're progressives um, who can progress through electoral politics. I've said now um, why that's fucking useless because we live in an, in an oligarchy. Um, the rich uh, occupy all of the, uh, if not most of the um, seats in, in, in Congress, um, especially at, uh, Senate seats. Um, so, so I started off as a, you know, let's say liberal that maybe went a little bit further left, um, and became like a, a progressive and was, uh, listening to podcasts like, uh, the young Turks, um, very popular, um, podcast slash channel. Uh, YouTube channel, and you could even watch it on uh, like Samsung TV for free or some shit like that. Um, to like even further left, like uh, yeah, I guess you could say like a democratic socialist, um, and uh, started listening to you know even leftier leaning podcasts. Um, uh, by uh, Kyle Kalinske. Um, I think it's just called Secular Talk. Um, and, it, you know, guys like him try to do things, um, you know, respectable things like um, started the uh, the social, uh, is it the, the social Democrats or the, the justice Democrats or whatever the fuck, but that's like, you know, uh, what we now know as the squad, right? Probably headed by AOC. Um, and then there's, you know, Presley, Omar, Bush, Cory Bush, that is not, <laughs> not the, that, that shitbag, uh, dynasty from, from Texas. Um, and, as as we now know from what we saw again the last few years um they just turn into regular ass democrats um some things that they do are a bit more progressive but they don't even vote together as a voting block um uh, they've capitulated to nancy pelosi AOC called her mama bear. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, you know, the squad, um, whatever, the justice Democrats, the progressive Democrats, uh, they don't even vote together as a voting block. Um, they don't block anything. Um, I think the only one who did anything of note was Cori Bush. 
Um, and she got the eviction moratorium extended. Um, and that's because she, she was uh, at one time homeless. Um, I, I, you. She was homeless, and I believe uh, living out of her car at one time. So again, like this, a lot of this stuff comes from, um, you know, our personal experiences. Um, whether it was a book we read um, or an actual um, experience, like living in your fucking car. And knowing how it feels to be treated like an animal and uh, kicked out of your home. Democratic Socialist um, looked into uh, signing up for the DSA, the Democratic Socialists of America. Um, there's a Chicago chapter. So really close to... Where I am, um, even though I'm out in the birds now. Um, uh, but again, I continue to um, look at the moment, um, do my own research, um, you know, found that uh, that study that I've, I've mentioned plenty of times before, the Northwestern Princeton study um, that, you know, basically officially says we live in an oligarchy. So um, our electoral politics, especially at a national level, level um, doesn't mean shit. Like, yes, uh, we get to vote, um, but we get to vote. Um, we get to vote for oligarchs. <laughs> like, those are what our choices are, right? Um, uh, that's not to say if you don't, you know, if, if you want to continue voting, if that, you know, makes you um, feel like you're making some kind of difference, um, go for it. I mean, I I still voted. Um, I, I want to say Josh mentioned who I voted for, um, but he was mistaken. Um, <laughs> uh, I did not vote for um, the current president, and I, I definitely didn't vote for the former president. Um, but in the state that I live in, in Illinois, I have the sort of privilege um, to vote third party or um, write in because I live in such a um, democratic heavy state. Um, in a state like this, my vote really doesn't fucking matter. Um, just like, you know, most people's votes don't matter. Um, 
we matter in a sense that, uh, you know, it's like this ritualistic thing where we get to uh, fill in the arrows and uh, put it in the machine or drop it in the mail. Um, and our vote exists and is counted. Um, but it is a uh, an individual vote is a raindrop and a rainstorm or a snowflake in a snowstorm, right? Like it exists, um, but it just gets swallowed up uh, by the bigger body. Um, and like I said, in a state where I live or, you know, California, New York, uh, those votes are basically rendered moot. Uh, so since I learned that, um, that's why I didn't vote for, um, the one of the two that were on the ticket. Um, so, uh, you know, learn that things aren't going to change, um, through electoral politics. Um, and that's what pushed me again, even further left to, um, now be able to say that, uh, you know, proudly, um, I'm a socialist and, um, You know, I, I've had people tell me that, um, you know, the government, the government isn't out to get you. I know that. Um, but they're also not fucking here to help anybody either. Uh, there's just so much nuance to all this shit, right? Um so again, if you have any questions on any of those platforms that I mentioned before, you know, let me know, um, and I'll answer them best I can. Um, but I'm really tired of the uh, Democrat versus Republican fights um, because what we really should be striving for is um, cultivating and uh, reaching a realization of class consciousness. That's the only way uh, things are actually going to get better um, is through the class consciousness. Um, we need to realize, like I mentioned before, that we're all in the same or similar, at least, uh, class level. Some of us might be uh, middle class, lower middle class, upper, upper middle class, um, or just straight fucking poverty stricken, but all of those subclasses 
um, including um, what you might you might have heard before called the uh, PMC, the professional managerial class. Um, and that's like the, you know, pretty high up, uh, you know, bourgeoisie class, um, petty bourgeoisie. Uh, but again, PMC has a lot more in common with the uh, poverty level class than they do the billionaires. So the point is to get all of those people to realize that we're in this together. Um, you know, the, capitalism could fall and um, there still not be a realization of class consciousness and things just don't get better. Um, Things just continue on this sort of um, individualistic neediness um, where everybody's worried about their individual rights and nothing gets better. It's just, uh, you know, the everything falls apart. And uh, not as many people are helping each other as they should be. Um, it's just going to be like, you know, pockets, uh, you know, whether it's as small as uh, a nuclear family or a little bit bigger as a uh, extended family, uh, maybe a town baby a city where they organize and uh, you know have some sort of mutual aid um, but that's that's not going to be enough um, it'll be survival for a little a little while but um, everything will just sort of collapse around everybody and you know, it'll be something like uh, you know, people just living with it and saying like, "Well, at least I, you know, uh, never lost my individual freedom." Um, or it'll be some bullshit, you know, social media post um, of somebody saying like, "I fucking told you." Um, and get gratification from it because, uh, that's what people do. They like to just be able to say that they're right, um, that they were right on social media. Um, that doesn't help anybody either. Um, it's like, yeah, you were right, but did you do anything to cultivate class consciousness? Uh, 
So yeah, it just uh, I would I would say you know just steal yourselves. Um, things have been rough, especially since the pandemic started, um, and it's probably only going to get worse. Um, it sure seems like. Um, the economy uh, you know is ready to crash or you know all the uh, bubbles are going to burst are about to burst um, you know so this is, it's not me saying like you know go uh, and buy gold <laughs> um, it just means um, be prepared to do some of the things that I mentioned, like gardening, like uh, mutual aid, uh, taking care of each other, neighbors, strangers that you don't know. Um, with the, uh, you know, hope that there's uh, reciprocation when you need it. Um you know, again, arm yourself with information and just arm yourself. Um, start organizing. Um, I know I'm going to use the time that, uh, you know, uh, I otherwise may be using to write the script for the show um, to look into uh local organizations and seeing how I can contribute. Um, it may not be, uh, you know, with, um, with money, but, you know, uh, sometimes just time, um, some kind of service is all that they need at that moment. Um, and again, this isn't to say like uh, electoral politics at a local level won't uh, make some kind of impact um, and hopefully a good impact, right? Because we, we're we seeing some of the uh, negative impacts of local electoral politics where... Uh, at this point, I can't even keep track anymore. Um, if it's Tennessee or Texas or um, uh, people saying, you know, that they're going to, uh, you know, burn books, um, books like, you know, Night um, about the Holocaust, um, books like 1984 by Orwell, uh, books like To Kill a Mockingbird. Harper Lee, Lee Harper, I forget. I'm so bad with fucking authors. <laughs> so bad. Um, and, uh, you know, the whole critical race theory. Bullshit. That's bullshit. That's uh, culture, war, bullshit. Don't, don't get sucked into that shit. Um, that is just a distraction um, 
for you to um, not be a part of a class consciousness. Um, and I understand that, you know, we're human and, you know, we can't be doing uh, serious things all the fucking time. Um, so, you know, we have to have fun too. We have to distract ourselves. Um, you know, I know that for me, um, realizing that, um, uh, electoral politics at a, especially at a national level is bullshit is useless. Um, has helped me to, has helped my, my mental health. Um, I don't listen to, uh, you know, five, six different political podcasts a day. Um, I mean, I would, I mean, literally would listen to like, you know, uh, daily zeitgeist, which is like, uh, uh, it's, it's a, I still listen to that one actually, um, daily. Um, but it, it, that one's, um, they do mention, politics but it, it is a uh it's more of a pop culture uh podcast um and then like you know watch or listen to uh majority report with sam cedar um you know again listen to secular talk with kyle kalinsky um listen to uh Fuck the one that's with uh, the guy from TYT, John Iderola, um, who does great work uh, with the environment. Uh, got a, a documentary that I haven't watched yet, um, but I used to listen to that one every day. Um, and then the uh, the TYT one with uh, Anna Kasparian and uh, Jank Uger. Uh, you know, most of these were, were daily ones, if not, you know, multiple, uh, times a week and, uh, just listening to these over and over and just like getting the same, uh, information just like served up to me in a different voice, really. Uh, uh, Ben Dixon, um, and all these people, like I do, you know, I owe something to them um, for helping to educate me, um, to uh, help me arm myself with information and, and, and give me perspectives. Um, but <laughs> uh, a lot of these people still uh, believe in uh, electoral politics at the national level. Um, so between like, you know, listen to it, to podcasts like this. Um, and now I realize, you know, a lot of them are, a lot of them, uh, are really, uh, grifty grifter fucking podcast, right? It's just like more, uh, they have a lot of their own, uh, culture war bullshit and like, you know, AOC standing bullshit. <laughs> the squad standing bullshit. 
and it, yeah, just and and culture war bullshit, just like um, uh, dunking on conservatives, dunking on Republicans. Um, and I'm just not into that. Um, I like to fuck around with Josh, and I, I tease him about being, you know, call him like a libtard or or whatever. Um, and I'm really just pun intended, joshing him um, because I, I love that guy so much and I'm just fucking with him and I just want to uh, try to uh, push him uh, more towards uh, class consciousness. And I, and I think he's, he's there um, uh, or at least on the cusp, um, but, you know, most of us could use help with not, you know, um, just poking fun at, you know, people who are uh, on the other part, you know, vote for the other party or on the other team. Um, just like, like we've said, like, it's a fucking, it's a duopoly, you know, both, both parties duopoly there's only two there's two parties democrats republicans and they all take money in from the same fucking places um you know uh especially when it comes to uh what eisenhower uh warned against the military industrial complex um you know all these people are getting money from Raytheon, Boeing, Honeywell, uh, you know, uh, oil is in, you know, Biden's pocket. Um, uh, so, you know, Halliburton, um, and, you know, Ice Cream Joe was saying things like, you know, oh, we're going to, you know, have the most progressive agenda when it comes to the environment bullshit um <laughs> he has uh given more licensing for uh fracking and oil drilling in his first year as president um than trump did in his first year as president um you know trump uh, when Trump was president, um, there was an actual fucking uh, lockdown. Um, and uh, what they called stimulus checks. Um, you know, whatever it was, like two of them at 1400 or whatever the fuck it was, I can't remember. Um, you know, and Ice Cream Joe did one and he promised two thousand dollar checks and said well you know trumper already gave you 1400 so or uh you know 600 whatever it was so you know i'm gonna give you 1400 14 plus 600 is 2000 even though you know um by telling people to vote for uh what's his name warnock and the other fucking guy 
um, <laughs> in Georgia um, that, you know, when they're in, you know, that next day when I'm uh, day after my inauguration, I will be signing, uh, you know, bill for uh, into law for $2,000. Um, so another fucking lie. Uh, uh, you know, he, you know, Ice Cream Joe started the uh, child tax credit um, and took it away <laughs> in the middle of a pandemic. Like, it's not over. Um, you know, giveth and fucking taketh away. Uh, evictions started back up. There's a fucking, you know, so it's like, um, there's not many major differences between the last two presidents. Um, and that's the fucking problem. Um, they're here to help the rich get richer, help their friends get richer, uh, help, uh, push their agendas um, and just more drilling, more fracking, more military industrial complex, more imperialization, more colonization. And, uh, you know, the earth um, will is on fire and will continue to be on fire. Um, until we're not here anymore, until, like I said, it's uninhabitable and humans aren't here anymore. And guess what? Earth will be just fine. <laughs> There's like Earth will fucking survive, um, and just not have any fucking humans on it. Um, you know, Earth will survive until, um, you know, the sun fucking explodes because it's a star and um, it's going to do that at some point. <laughs> so, um, but it would be nice if, uh, you know, uh, humans could stay on the planet until then. Um, there's a lot more I could just like bullshit about uh, um, shit that I just like talking about history. Um, you know, we have a people's history of the United States. Um, after you finish that, um, there's another one, not by Howard Zinn, but it's called, you know, a people's history of the world. Um, and it gives the perspective of workers from, you guessed it, around the world. Like, it, you know, it actually, it literally starts with like primitive communism uh, and goes into feudalism and, and then capitalism and, um, you know, describes how people in um, places all over the world, like Global South, um, like uh, in Asia um, and places like here and how uh, 
labor is just constantly exploited. Um, especially today, it's again, hopefully this helps you uh, realize that we need a class consciousness um, and we need to do away with capitalism and need to do away with profit extraction and resource extraction. I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's all I got. Um, plus, I think uh, my phone's going to die too. So, um, uh, you know, at the risk of sounding eloquent, let's organize, let's general strike, let's fuck with the money, let's revolt, let's take care of each other. Uh, and, you know, take part in mutual aid and just fucking love each other.